Shrink Think Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Nathan, and we're both licensed professional counselors in Oregon, here to open up our lives and minds with you. We are your companion on the journey to grow your healthcare practice, yourself, and your relationships. To get you started, we've got a free email course on our website, shrinkthinkpodcast.com forward slash course, with practical steps on overcoming your fear and anxiety. Thank you for joining us on the Shrink Think Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Shrink Think Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Nathan. I'm Aaron. Today, we are going to be talking about buying gifts for your therapist. Do it. (laughs) Yes. It's going to be a short episode. (laughs) Thanks for listening. (laughs) The bigger, the better, baby. (laughs) No, but that's it's funny that we talk about this because it's like always this controversial thing when you talk to other therapists, if you're in that in a room with people. You just you don't really know what you're going to get with people when you talk about it, because some people are very strictly like I never receive gifts from clients or, you know, absolutely, you know, no policy. If anybody tries to give me anything, even something that's worth like a stick of gum, I say no, because that's receiving gifts. And then other people are on the other side of the spectrum. We're like, yeah, I've had people give me this and that and the other thing. And, you know, I just I accept it or whatever. And so we want to talk about that kind of how to think about that, how we think about it. Um, things to consider. And we're for sure going to include a little bit about the code of ethics from the ACA, the American Counseling Association, just to kind of put some of this in context. So Nathan, what are some of your first thoughts besides, besides, I can't wait to have more cheese or chocolate or, or sausage, whatever the gift is. Oh yes. I have one person that likes to give cheese. I Nathan loves cheese. I love it. Anyway, so my first experience actually with this whole thing in grad school, they drum it into you that like, there's this idea that if you get a gift and accept it from a client, Everything changes and you will lose your practice. It is all gone, baby. You are like a horrible, abusing, (laughs) violating person who is just exploiting your clients for receiving a (laughs) (laughs) tic-tac. Yeah, yeah, actually, um, that's a funny story because I had a a client early on give a, uh, like, I think it was something like a um, gift. It was a gift card is what it was. And the gift card was for a similar amount to what their therapy session was at the time. And it did mess with my head because I was like, oh, how is this going on? You know, and it was around Christmas, actually, because, that you know, that's one thing that ends up happening. And the person's income level wise wasn't the greatest, but well, actually was pretty decent. But I mean, what I mean is, I guess is, it was a significant gift card um, for them because they're paying the same amount for therapy. And so... I had I ended up having to have a conversation to which they they were a very pleasing type of person like that's what they struggled with was being was making sure to be pleasing so um she was just giving it as a thank you type of a thing and um like it it wasn't it wasn't at all an ingratiating thing like she was trying to you know whatever she's like hey this has been really cool thank you here you go and and this became a, a, a many, a many session conversation, like as in not many as in small, but many as in many sessions. Um, because when I talked to her about it, which I'm not a very blunt person, because I, I worry about people being ashamed of what's happening. And it floored her. I mean, she was, she was like, oh, no, I did something wrong. I'm like, 
I would never want to do that. I don't want to ruin. Are you going to get in trouble? All this stuff. And I'm like, holy mackerel. Like, this is not where it needed to go. It ended up being way too big of a deal. It completely detracted. Like, if I could do that over again, I would I would have said thank you <laughs> and moved on, which is what I wanted to do, to be honest. But, but as a younger therapist, I was absolutely terrified that something bad was going to happen. I love that. It's a great kind of opening story because it's kind of highlighting, you know, exactly what you talked about from grad school, like we're supposed to do this. But but I've heard this from so many therapists that when they say those things, um, they're not really considering uh, some of the elements of the therapeutic relationship or the client and what their motivation is for this, which can actually do more damage. And I'll pull up the ACA Code of Ethics to read this a bit so you can understand what that's about. But in just in the story that you're talking about, Nate, um, I, I think... It, it can do more harm than good sometimes. I think you have to be really careful because I know some therapists will come out really hard like, nope, I don't receive gifts. And the other person, the client, can really just feel shut down. And like you said, very ashamed of like, oh, wow, I was like, I was trying to do something really, you know, uh, gracious or something really um, generous from me to show some appreciation toward you for how you've helped me. And not only was it not received, but then I was kind of scolded for doing it. Like I was doing something bad or wrong that can actually do a lot of damage to people. So let me just pull up the ACA code of ethics on receiving gifts. Here's what it says. Counselors understand the challenges of accepting gifts from clients and recognize that in some cultures, small gifts are a token of respect and gratitude. When determining whether to accept a gift from clients, counselors take into account the therapeutic relationship the monetary value of the gift, the client's motivation for giving the gift, and the counselor's motivation for wanting to accept or decline the gift. So there's really nothing in there that says you absolutely cannot accept gifts. I think it's just exactly what you would think about it um, as, a, as a, a seasoned therapist. What are some of the dynamics going on? I can tell you that with the therapists I've worked with, um, the, the ones that I've stayed with and that are good, like right now I would say, my therapist is fantastic. She's really helped me a ton. And there are so many times where I'm like, wow, you have no idea the impact that this has had on my life, not just in like my functioning or my ability to make decisions, but even inside my own head, like just creating calm, creating, um, you know, acceptance for different parts of me or whatever. And all she's doing, I mean, from in a certain sense is doing her job, right? But she's doing it well. And I want to, you know, give a gift is just to say, wow, that I appreciate this. This has had a huge impact because just those words alone, um, sometimes they're just not enough. And, and some something tangible can really represent that as an expression of gratitude. Right. And I think you're just trying to justify that you bought her a Mercedes. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding, obviously. But that I'm saying that obviously as a joke, but there's a, there is like you have to figure out an appropriate type of a thing if you want to do this. Right. But that would totally be appropriate with me. I know I, I help people a lot. Mercedes go a long, long way. Yeah. So um, I, I think also the thing that goes into it, like when the ACA, by the way, is the American Counseling Association is what that is. And it's totally tied to a larger ethical board that's worldwide. Anyway, there's a bunch of different ethical boards, but probably the ACA is the is the biggest and what most counselors are associated with. So that's why we're using it. Um, but 
Yeah, there's a I could I could probably give a lot more stories, but I think a lot of the shaming comes in from other therapists, like you were already mentioning. I mean, you almost don't want to say that you you've got something unless you're around seasoned therapists, younger therapists, you know. And we work with supervisees a lot. And to be honest, it's a hard thing to navigate because I'm like, I don't want to get them in the wrong mindset. They're like, yep, take it. Oh, yeah, man. Take it down. It's not an all or nothing. Like whatever somebody gives you to say, yeah, bring it on. You know, you're just being generous or or saying expressing your gratitude with this Mercedes. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a bad one, by the way. Let's just say it wouldn't matter how wealthy the person is. Right. But um, yeah, there there is this idea like I'm I'm. I'm thinking of a story and it has to do, there's two different sides of this. So I had, I have a, a person that what they would do is they would send out gift cards, Starbucks gift cards to, I think other providers in their life. I mean, like every, I was a provider. Like, so it, it wasn't that one, to be honest, I just said, thank you about mood. It was like, it's a $10 Starbucks gift card. It would happen during Christmas time. I work with them long enough to get two <laughs> two christmases or you know and so that wasn't even a gift it was more like a family cultural thing as part of an obligation of like i'm sure they gave one to their dentist type of a thing right like the people who send out the the christmas um cards with their pictures on it and right here's what we've been up to and here's a gift card kind of a thing now a bigger one that kind of hurt my brain that was pretty insane actually had to do with a person who what they did was and it was it was absolutely beautiful they worked on a painting and this painting the the person comes in and she goes i don't know what your policy is on the whole gifts thing but she was a christian person and she said i have prayed about this um because i finished this painting and I knew that it needed to go to someone and I asked God who it needed to go to. And this is not a weird thing, by the way, we're not, I just want to qualify. This is actual normal Christianity. This woman's not delusional. Um, and she, she prayed about this because she was done with it. And she's like, so I believe God wants you to have it. And I am not leaving with it. So, I don't care. Yeah, it's yours. And I don't care what you do with it. Like, I don't know why God wants you to have this. (laughs) Maybe he wants you to put it in the trash. Right. And then the trash man gets it in. (laughs) Wow. My life has changed. Yeah. And and this has been quite a long time ago. And and, um, I've never heard anything about that from her ever again. But what made my brain hurt was that it took her three years to complete that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's next level right there. <laughs> right. But the situation I'm in therapeutically is like if I try to make an argument out of this and refuse it, I mean, that's gonna be weird. And then what's the next level thing? Like to prove I don't accept a gift that important, I'm gonna walk out and put it in the trash. I mean like, Right, right. I mean, that whole thing is a bad deal. It's it's one of those complicated scenarios. And it didn't change anything. Like she really had it in her mind that this was a thing that she kind of like was compelled to do. And um, and to be honest with you, it did affect me like on a spiritual level. So I thought, yeah, there really was something that was going on there. Yeah, that's a good example. I'm, I'm thinking of another one. Um, and I'm glad you moved out of the tangible like gift cards, cheese, bottle of wine kind of a thing. Because um, those, you know, those are kind of straightforward sorts of things. But when you start talking about some of these intangibles, like something that somebody creates or that they put all of their time and energy and investment into, 
as an expression of themselves, you know, whether it's a, a painting, a work of art, a sculpture, a something that somebody has knitted, those kinds of things are, I think, a lot of times an extension of the person because it's using their gifting or their creativity and they're expressing something about something that's important to them in this object, in this thing. And they're saying, hey, I want to share this with you. You've, you've made a big impact on my life and I want you to have this. So in, from that standpoint, to say no to it would be to say no to the person in a lot of ways. It would be to reject the person. And that's it's not always the case, obviously, with like a $10 gift card. Hopefully the person's not feeling rejected like, oh, you don't want Wow, I'm gonna, I need a session around that. Um, but when it's something like this, I think it's a big deal where you need to take it more more seriously that what you're doing is you're you're kind of affirming something about the therapeutic relationship that needs to be affirmed. You're acknowledging that this is important to the other person, to the client. It has a ton of value and you're demonstrating it with this thing. And so me accepting it is saying, yes, I also value it along with you. Right. And that's, that's huge. And just to be, just to clarify one thing, when Aaron, you were just saying before about the $10 gift card, non-rejection thing, that would have been more in like a specific type of reference to what I was talking about with $10. Cause some people, a $10 gift card would be a big deal. Like it is more of a mindset related issue, but I know you're, you had in your mind the idea of like, because all I would have had to do to those folks that were giving those out is say, oh, I'm not really allowed to have that. And they'd be like, okay. And, then, right. that, and that would be it. Right. But I wanted to go to Starbucks. Can your receptionist have it? <laughs> right. Sure, why not? She's not a counselor. Yeah. So it is true though. And it's it that, that's why I actually really appreciate the ACA's um, look on this because they're trying to honor all sides of it. But um, if you, on the other side of it, therapeutically kind of are find yourself really wanting, needing that validation. That's a, that's another issue, quite frankly, that you, you probably need to talk to your own therapist about. Yeah, absolutely. Working around a group of people around, like particularly around Christmas time, let's say, cause that's when I think naturally people, at least here in America, people are buying gifts for one another. They're thinking about, or even Thanksgiving, you know, people are thinking about gratitude and wanting to express appreciation for those in their life. And so working with a group of other therapists, sometimes I, I've noticed other people getting gifts and I've had the thought, I'm just going to be totally honest here. I'm like, oh, like I haven't gotten anything. You got that gift. And, and there's like a little bit of jealousy. There's a little bit of like, oh, I want to be important to my clients. And of course I can, you know, quickly capture that and work through it. And it's like, that doesn't mean anything because oftentimes it's like the next day or the following week is when everything happens. Like I'll get like a couple of gifts in a row and it's like, oh, you know, like it happens. But I think what that's showing is that there's this natural, like we want to know that we're making an impact in people's lives. That's why we're doing what we're doing. You know, we, we take payment from people. That's how we get paid. And that sort of satisfies that need within ourselves to be able to give freely of ourselves to other people. But on just kind of a, a human level, we also want to know that, hey, it, does this have an impact on you? Like, is this changing anything? Because like you've said in previous episodes, a lot of times we don't see like that. There's not a tangible change. I mean, unless, you know, something physical has happened in your life where like you were this way and now you're like very calm and it's you're just a different person. Most of the time it's like a slow, gradual change and we don't necessarily see some of that. And, and, you know, maybe you stop coming to therapy and we're like, okay, I guess you must be getting better. But to, to get some of that, like 
direct feedback of like, wow, this has been really impactful to me can be something that all of us desire. And I think that's normal. But what you're saying is we need to really check that desire and make sure it's not becoming a part of that process of accepting gifts. So here's a, uh, here's a, here's one. This actually has not happened to me. Um, but this is very easy to imagine. So like somebody, let's say like a mechanic, somebody this, you know, they're a client, they're a mechanic and they want to do a favor for you because things have been let and they would like to change your oil or they would like to do fix your car in some way or whatever. That's actually like in the mechanics issue specifically is actually kind of a complicated one. So one thing as counselors is we are a profession that's not allowed to barter. So we can't exchange services. And the reason why that's important to say, I think is because a lot of people don't realize that like we're literally not allowed to do it. However, Dentists and doctors can do it, um, which is interesting, but they're allowed to. We're not. And chiropractors are, that kind of thing. And I find it interesting that, that the medical field actually doesn't know that we're not allowed to. Because um, I've worked with chiropractors and, and naturopathic doctors that will talk about doing trades. And um, they haven't ever asked me or told me to do that or whatever. And I think that that is actually kind of telling because they probably intuitively don't want to do that and make it weird. But it's interesting that they automatically assume that sometimes that we can do it. Um, but so we're looking at this as a favor. This is a gift. They're going to do this. But there's a lot involved in that, right? So you're going to meet them somewhere. You're going to share this personal item that they didn't necessarily even know, like what car you drove to work. Um, it's the same thing as when you, as a kid, saw your teacher in Safeway. And you're like, what? You live at the school. <laughs> right. <laughs> you belong over there, not over here. <laughs> you, you can't be here. <laughs> right. So, but, you know, you're adults and this is all normal or whatever. And then they are going to see inside your car, which are all the crap that's in there <laughs> that you're like, no, I, I don't have any. My, my car is fine. Uh, but Aaron's. <laughs> so, and then what they might have to do is they might have to give you bad news. Well, your car, actually, I was going to do this, but it turns out there's this. And you're like, this, like, $100 situation just got, well, now I can't do X, Y, Z. Well, I really only wanted to do this, much, but if I can't put it back together because we need this part, which is not right for them to buy, and now, like, welcome to the jungle. Like, this thing just got weird. Right, like, so here's an example. I... I hired this guy, this mechanic to do some work just to, to fix my brakes. And I think he did a good job, but they're still squeaking. I don't think it's because he didn't do it right. I think there's, it's like one of those things where it's like, okay, maybe something needed to happen that something else needed to happen. Well, now I'm in the position, if he was a client to, to say, you know, you fixed my brakes and I'm really grateful, but also you like missed this. Can I, I need you to like go back and do this or something that adds this extra layer, not just of weirdness, obviously, but this extra layer of like, oh, well, is this a fair trade now? Because now I'm doing this extra work or I'm doing this other thing where we were only bartering for the one thing, but now I'm bringing this other aspect of it in. So that's, I think, what you're describing is it just it just adds a whole lot of complication. Right. This is why you have to think through the gift thing. And my and bartering is separate from gifts. It's a totally different thing. So I don't want to I'm not trying to start something weird there, but. I'm just saying that you could end up in a situation where it's not about bartering in the sense they're trying to ask for a trade. They just want, they just really want to give you this favor, do this favor for you that is probably unwise to let them do. 
Right. And you need to be careful because not only could it become a situation, Nathan, it could become a full on situation. <laughs> that, sometimes you are such a turd. I, mean, I have those are my phrases. And I didn't realize how much I say those <laughs> phrases until old psychedelic black shirt wearing dude across from me decides to like point it out every single time. So now I can't say it anymore. This is a full thing <laughs> change it's it. not a situation or a full-on situation <laughs> no it's not but if you, if you accept the wrong gifts that is a full-on situation and we want to help you avoid that we want to help you to just to i guess put some color to it and make it make it a little bit less weird a little bit less threatening like hey it's okay to talk about this stuff it's okay to think through it and in fact it's good to talk through it and say hey you know if i accepted this or my client wants to give me this. What would you think about that? I think that's great to do just to get some perspective from a colleague or, or another person um, to see if there's any weirdness there. Or is this going to actually be a really important thing? I'll just say really quickly as I close up, and maybe this is a slightly different thing, but if a client invites you to a wedding or a graduation, that's the same kind of a thing. Um, it's, it's different, but it's a similar kind of a thing where you're just thinking about like, if I were to say no to this, would that harm things? Would that damage the, the relationship? Um, cause our job, our main goal is to work with you, to help you, to care about you and to do no harm. And so we, we want to think through, even through gifts, accepting gifts, is this going to harm you or is taking it actually going to do a whole lot more good? So Thanks for listening. It's a complicated episode, a complicated issue, but we we appreciate you thinking this through with us, and we hope you have a great day. Yes, indeed. Thanks for listening to our show. Don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also visit our website at www.shrinkthinkpodcast.com forward slash course and sign up for our free email course nine ways to overcome fear and self-doubt and you'll get nine weeks worth of customized practical strategies you can use to get past the fear that's holding you back in your life thanks again for listening 